0: tonight. Hallelujah. Pastor Moore is coming right now. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Everybody say, Lord bless him in Jesus' name. Anoint him mightily. I'd to say just greetings in that wonderful name of Jesus. There's no doubt in our hearts tonight that the Lord wants to speak to us and move in among us. Got your Bible. I'd like to turn with us to Luke. Just one verse, the 8th verse, right now. Luke 11 and 8. As you're turning there, it thrills our heart to see her guests with us tonight and come to worship the Lord and to be in His presence. It's good to see each one of you in this house tonight. setting of this whole service and comments and statements and then this last song. As it talks about prayer. So we're going to take you tonight, Luke 11th chapter and the 8th verse. This little thought and this message. Came from a situation of a few weeks ago, and I was asked a question by someone. And from that, I really began to pray, and I asked God for an answer. I really believe tonight, with all my heart, He gave me one. And so, with the help of God tonight, I want to preach this. There may be some places. May just be a little tough. But I believe God's going to help us. Praise God. I say unto you, though he will not rise and give him. Because he is his friend. Yet because of his importunity. Because of his persistence. Because he just kept knocking. And because he had made up in his mind and his heart and his spirit. I'm not going to leave here until I get the bread. The bread's in the house and you got it. You can tell me all the reasons why you're not going to get up. and You can tell me all the reasons why you're not going to open the door. But I'm not going to listen to not one of them. I'm going to keep knocking and keep screaming to get to the point that I'm not even shameless about doing this. Because the bread's in the house. And I've got to have it. I've got to have it. And whatever it's cost me and ever long, it's going to take me tonight. I'm going to get it. I'm not going to leave this house without the feel of that loaf of bread in my hands. Without the smell of it in my nostrils. i not going to leave this house, amen, till I know I've got what I've come after. Because I've got somebody that's at my house that's in need of it. And I'm going to pay the price. And I'm going to be a man under the power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the prayer, amen. And I'm going to see a God move, amen, in this situation. And I'm not going to drop the ball and come up short, amen, because I know it God, that will answer. We know him by his name. We know him by his word. We know him by his spirit and his truth. God, God's still in the healing business. God's still in the delivering business. God's still in the business of raising the dead. God hasn't closed up camp. But he's gotta get somebody says, I'm gonna I'm gonna be persistent enough. I'm gonna be determined enough. I'm gonna stay with it until I see it happen. God, we love you tonight. We're so thankful. We're thankful for every soul that's in this house tonight. Thankful, God, for this opportunity just to be back in your presence. And To feel your touch and your anointing upon our lives and upon the lives that's gathered here. The songs that have been sung. The statements that have been made. But oh God, we need you tonight to help us. Help us God to preach this. Help us God to lay this out. Help us to impart it into the hearts and the souls and the minds of your people. Your people, God. Your precious people in this house tonight. I ask you in that wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Let thy will be done in every heart, every soul in this place tonight. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord bless you and you may be seated tonight. Before I go into, I'm going to spend probably about a third thereabout about this lesson so I searched the scriptures and begin to search out in prayer what God would have us to say and how to deliver this tonight. Because we're looking for results, not necessarily in the, the preaching of tonight, but the results of, of what this is about, what's, where this man found himself, and in the place of a need place it. In fact the best I can tell this is the only place that you see this particular word importunity it's mentioned in Luke's writings here. And uh, but if you back up to the beginning of this it deals with prayer it really is. Prayer is the key of this situation and He Jesus himself uses this as a a means, a ways of illustrating uh, a place of prayer, a place that you and I would have to get sometimes. And But before we can expect this to happen, I do believe there are some things that will, if not for just a lack of a better term, a man disqualify or will not let God answer no matter how much you knock, and regardless of how much you beg or... Or what kind of price you pay. I, I believe there are some things that no, no matter what, God, God just won't answer it. He won't move upon it. And so uh, let, me, let me take a few moments tonight to lay these down first and help us to understand that uh, now they can all be dealt with. They can all be overcome. But at the same time, we can't. There's just some things that just can't be overlooked and we just think that we can twist God's arm and we can just uh, make God. No, there are some, there's some things that qualify and disqualify. There are some things that, that moves God and the power and the authority of God for, for his glory and for his purpose. and, 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 and you know, man's, man's. Man's always, and I'm not, I'm not saying any of us. I'm just saying man in general. So he's, always, he's, he's always wanted to take God's glory. He's wanted to take the credit. And, and this is some of the biggest struggle that, that happened with Lucifer. That's what, what the, Lucifer lifted himself up. He let pride and the spirit of iniquity. I mentioned it this morning after service to some. The spirit of iniquity that was found in him. The, the iniquity that was found in him. And, and so... As you look at this, and I'm just going to address a few things and just and move from that. And, and all of this is nothing, you're not going to hear nothing new tonight. I promise you. You're not going to hear nothing new tonight. It's nothing strange or odd or nothing of that nature. And it's straight out of the Bible. You've heard it a thousand times. But uh, with the help of God here tonight, I want to address this. And, so the, one of the first things and places that you'll be led to when you begin to do a study on this, it'll lead you to James 4, 4 1, and 3. And there as he talks about prayer, and I'm going to go back to James again, and 1 and 5 and 8, and, but let's go to James 4 first, and, and look what James, this, remember now who this is, who who this bishop, who this writer, the author of this letter is, this is the high brother of Jesus Christ, okay, he's the bishop of Jerusalem, and he's the pastor of Jerusalem, and so when you, you receive letters, he was the one that helped settle the dispute in Acts the 15th chapter, so so when we understand the, where the words are coming from and who the their words has been written from, and they're handed down to us through time now. We understand the, the weight of this and the importance of it. And, and so here in James 4 and 1, he said, From whence come wars and fightings among you? Come they not hence, even from lust or your lust and that war in your members? He lust and have not. He kill and desire to have. He cannot attain. He fight and war. Yet he have not because he ask not. But listen to me. He ask. And receive not. Because he ask amiss. You ask amiss. Amiss is basically it's in an inappropriate. Or, or out of the place manner that is being asked for the purpose of it the reason for it the outcome what's what is the real outcome I've always and and please just bear with me I've never been uh, you know we want to be healed who wouldn't want to be healed you got a sickness or an ailment or a fiction in your body. Who wouldn't want to be healed? Anybody and everybody would want to be healed. But the real, the real answer to that situation is why do you want to be healed? What are you going to do with the healing? How, how are you going to respond to it? Are you still going to be faithful to God? Are you going to give Him the glory? Is it about being healed so that you can work for the kingdom of God and become a prayer warrior or a minister or a singer or, or whatever way that God wants to bless and use you? Or is it so you can just go to work and make money? Or you can clean your yard? Or you can run with your family? Is it just earthly things or is it heavenly things? So that's... What James is trying to help us to understand is it's it's not a mess. It's not just for earthly purposes and earthly to satisfy our own passions and satisfy our own hurts. And, you know, anybody that says they like pain, I I don't know what to think about them, to be honest with you. And you didn't either. You do you know, you don't go to the pharmacy and find medicines on all the counters and shelves, amen, that, that you know, this, this caused you to have a severe headache, take it. This has caused you to need to blow out, take it. You, you don't look for those products. You look for right the opposite, amen, to, to, to relieve, amen, to, to, to relieve that pain and, to, and things of that nature. And so, so as we watch this, and so when you go back to James, the first chapters, James writings, and so one of the first things, you can't just ask it for a miss. You keen to ask it, to, amen, to glorify yourself or your, your 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 desires or passions or whatever they might be. Amen. I don't want a good healthy body just so I can deer hunt. Yes, I'm going to deer hunt. God keeps me good and healthy. Yeah, I plan on deer hunting. But I need the reason I want to keep good health and strength in my body. No, I want to have strength and health in my body to preach the gospel. Amen. Do the work for the kingdom of God. Work and help folks that man that finds their safe places and in situations that they need help. No, that's what it's all about. Amen. Have strength, a man, to pray in these altars and intercede and fight the devils and fight the powers of evil. So when you go to James 25, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God. Ask of God that giveth all men liberty, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask what? In faith. You've got to have faith. you got to ask him in faith. You can't be double-minded about this. Listen to what he says. Nothing, nothing wavering. For he that wavereth is like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. So let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord... A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. And as you watch this tonight, the man knew where the bread was at and who had it. He knew what house to come to. And he wasn't going to any other place. Thank God we knew where to come get the bread of life. <laughs> Thank God that we still can assemble to ourselves together. That we come to the house of God. A place of worship, a place that we can unite and find strength and help. And oh, did that song lay it out there so beautiful. Amen. When you find yourself in places and times, and I don't get ahead of myself. Another another place that we want to look at for... Just a moment, amen, as we go from that. To, you go to Luke, amen, 15, 12, and 13. He says and the younger of them, talking about of the prodigal son, the youngest of them, that requested of his father, amen, of his goods. And so what a third of it was given to him and he went and he wasted it. Amen, he wasted it. So to, to for God to answer our prayers and to move upon our behalf regardless of what it might be from finances, amen, to physical things and things of that nature, amen, what is the real purpose and the reason of him answering that prayer and, and pouring out those benefits upon us and so it can't be so we can just live it and, and waste it amen to, to our own benefits and uh, things of that nature and then the, the, the last one I want to address is in Psalm 66 amen and 18 and this is, this is one that's uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm really you know um, well it, it, it got a hold of me and um The psalmist here in 66, if you read the whole chapter. And what the writer's writing about and the blessings of God and things of this nature unfolds. And so you have to watch this particular verse real careful. Amen is what it's saying. It's saying, if I regard iniquity in my heart... And and he's simply saying this, and I looked at other translations, and so if that offends you, I'm sorry, but I'm going to give them to you anyway. One of them used the term cherish. Another one says to ignore my sin if I regard iniquity in my heart. Amen. In other words, another one says if I fail to confess it, I just get the attitude and the spirit that really what's in my heart doesn't make any difference. I beg the difference with you. The word of God and God himself begs a difference with us. I'm telling you there's things in our heart sometimes that keep God from answering our prayers and moving upon our dilemmas and on our situations. Amen. But if, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not cure me. Of things that's hidden in my heart and things that I'm, I won't allow it to be addressed and allowed to be dealt with. I'm telling you, it, it'll do us all good sometimes on a regular basis to consider ourselves, to allow the, the candle of the Word of God to shine into our hearts. And let's do not play games with it, let's be open and sincere. And honest, honest with God and honest with the Word, and let Him search us out and all the chambers. Just don't have closing places. Just don't have hidden places. Why? Because you may find yourself in a day that you need God to show up. You need God to move like like only He can do it. It lies within His powers and His resources, and nothing or nobody else can do it but God. And it's in those moments and times. Now, now, when we got these settled. Now, let me a few more verses with this particular scripture. Proverbs 28 and 9 has taught us. He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law. Man, there's been a lot on that the last little while. Amen. Even this morning as we preached about uh, with Samuel. And we preached about Saul. And preached about the man of God. I'm not going to preach that again. Get the, get the CD. Listen. You don't mind but anyway he that turneth away his ear from hearing the law even his prayers shall not be, shall be an abomination we you and I cannot walk contrary to the law of God and the commandments and the instructions and then expect all of heaven and God to just respond no they'll actually become as you go to Isaiah the first chapter of, of Isaiah's writings there and he, he talks about the Israelites and he talked about their lives and now and that they lived even like them into Sodom and Gomorrah. He said we were so much like them. The only difference was a remnant was saved that wasn't saved out of Sodom and Gomorrah. A remnant. It had not been. And and then he brings us. You look at Isaiah 1 and 15. And when he spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Yea, when he make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. That full of blood in the Hebrews actually is is likened and translated unto hideous sins. Hideous sins. So sins can stop our prayers from God ever even hearing them. And responding unto them. Amen. I believe this next verse that I've got is really taken out of context. It's in John 9, 9 and 31. It's a portion of scripture, but if you go back and read it all, it's where he healed the blind man. And where that blind man was healed. And he was the one posing the question. Because the Pharisees, the Sadducees are going to call Jesus a sinner. And it's the blind man that's actually making the statement here. Amen. This statement. Now we know that God heareth not Sinners. But this blind man knew that, hey, you don't even know where he came from. And he found that a little odd. You had to go back and read all this to put the scriptures together, okay? But listen to the latter part of the verses where I'm focusing. But if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. I want to be a worshiper of this true God. Amen. I want to be a worshiper. Amen. And you know what? I want to do His will. I'm not worried about the opinions of the world. I'm not worried about the ideals of the world. I don't have no peers, amen, around me, amen, to try to impress me or pressure me, amen, They're living any other way except living Godly. It doesn't bother me one bit their opinions about holiness and righteousness, both internal and external. It doesn't bother me one bit if they want to call me a holy roller. It doesn't bother me one bit if they want to make it like and make fun of me at tongues, it don't make don't make no difference to me if they wanna make a big deal out of me. I'm a Jesus only. It don't make me no difference whatsoever. Those are issues are settled in my mind, heart, and spirit. Unmovable, unshakable. Cause I know when I get in a dire need, there's only one name you can call on. If you gotta get the devil out. if You gotta overcome sin. if You gotta see miracles and wonders and signs. There's only one name you can call on. That name is Jesus. So, if you'll allow me for just a, a little while tonight. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. One more area. <laughs> you know it, though. And that's with Paul. The time of Paul in Corinthian, when he requested and asked God about moving the thorn. And God said no. God says no, it's just a done deal. But watch him. Amen. His grace is sufficient. His grace is sufficient in this. Amen. If he doesn't see fit to answer that prayer. And move on that situation. And change it. His grace is sufficient. To carry us through. And from that Paul has taught us. That he gloried in his weaknesses. Because when he gloried in his weaknesses. And let them take place. It's when God manifested his best. Through him. And operate it through Him. So there's something about the beauty of that grace that God works through us. And so after we leave that, and then we get to the point And I'm going to go back to our, our main lesson here tonight. But, but let me just deal with a few verses prior to that. And focus on, amen, asking, asking, asking. Getting to that point. Getting to that place in prayer. Amen. <laughs> most of us knows about the life amen about sister Magruder and the battle against ca- the cancer and the song she wrote and standing on God's word and she literally done that at times and 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 from heaven's point of view and things of this nature so I'm telling you the song fits so well with this amen when I find myself in a weak place when I found myself with with, with what I'm facing and what's coming tomorrow amen and, and the mountain I want to get there but it's a thousand steps but I don't have the strength. And, I don't have the power. So you listen to me tonight. So what you and I got to do, we got to pray down the God of the mountain. We got to pray down the God, amen, that when I can't come to him, that he can come to me. And there's something about prayer. There's something about being consistent. There's something about facing this jot. There's something about that song we sang a few minutes ago. Hey amen. I'm not going to let this child take me down. I'm not going to let this child rob you of my inheritance. I'm not going to let this child rob you of my salvation. No, but the power of prayer. Hey amen. This child's coming down too. This child's going to find its place. Amen. We don't have no power. Authority in my life. So as we watch this tonight. Matthew 7, 7 and 8 has taught us. Ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and it shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth. Not just some, not just one or two. But the Bible says, Everyone that asketh receiveth. And he that seeketh findeth. And to him that knocketh it shall be opened open he knew what door he knew what door to knock on he knew what neighbor had to bring he knew where his answer was at he didn't go to anybody else I know the door tonight that door is Jesus Christ I know what door to call on I know what name to call on I know what door to knock on tonight regardless of how weary I might be how drained I might feel and how may feel, that like it can't happen I'm just going to keep on knocking I've just got to keep on believing. I've just got to keep on asking anyway. often throughout the scriptures, as we watch some of this unfold here tonight, I told you now, it's not going to be anything new. It's not going to be anything fancy. Amen. Just out of the scriptures tonight. Genesis 32 and 26 talks about Jacob himself. Amen. When he wrestled with the angel. Amen. And that angel said, he said, let me go. Amen. For why? Because it's getting daybreak. But he said, I will not let thee go except by bless me. I'm not leaving. Amen. Until you get up and you get the bread. He didn't get up because he was his friend. He got up. only reason He got up. Amen. It because of his consistency. I'm knocking on the door and his consistency. I'm not going Nowhere. Hallelujah. What got hold of the church? Amen. we're not leaving here until the house uh, until God moves in the house. We're not leaving here. Amen. Until the power of God moves. Uh, the love of God, the joy of the Lord. Uh, what happened to hungry hearts and hungry souls? I'm not leaving this house until I get the Holy Ghost. I'm not leaving this house until I have an encounter with God. I'm not leaving this place, amen, until this, this, this situation's turned around. And I know in my heart, mind, and spirit, uh, I touch God and God's touched me. You're doing good, buddy. Marshall's helping me up here, y'all. Praise God. Train them up. I want him, to amen, encourage preachers and rock and roll singers. Uh-huh. Well, praise God. Hallelujah. You sit them down if you want to, but we want them up worshiping, loving God. You never know what might just click. Let's put it in their hearts while they're young Let's put it in their hearts while they're just babies Hallelujah, there won't be much of a transition Hallelujah, it won't be embarrassing to them They won't be hesitant about it In fact, amen, when they get into teenagers years, We ought to encourage them more Don't start sitting in the back Don't start sitting down, amen, or do anything Love God, worship God It's the right thing to do You should never be ashamed to worship God You should never be ashamed to call on the name of Jesus I preach it to you tonight, honey We ought to get to that place that we're not ashamed to call on it we're not ashamed to depend on We're not ashamed of whatever it's going to take to get my God to move. We're willing to do it. Yeah, on, do it. We're raising a society. Unless you own drugs or alcohol, you ain't got no business acting that way. I beg the difference for you, honey. We come out of that upper room, they thought we were drunk. We don't deny the fact we didn't act like it. And thank God for it. Tell them. Tell them. That's what it's all about. The power of God. The liberty of God. The spirit of God in this house. Amen. Working on our behalf. Nothing lifts up like he does. You know what changes this? It's coming to those prayer rooms. And interceding to the throne room of God. And praying down the will and the power of God. But not only praying down the will and the power of God. But fighting against the enemy. And the forces thereof. You can be seated. You know, church don't just happen. We think it does. Some may be under the opinion that it does. All you got to do is just show up. But if you want to have some real old-fashioned moves of God, you got to come to the house of God early. You got to start praying, bombarding heaven. You got to start getting hold of the Lord. Amen. You got to you got to be willing, amen, that in this situation, God's going to help me. God's going to come and help us. Amen. So Gina couldn't help but think about y'all throughout this week. And even with this message tonight. And I know maybe a little focus on that was when Matt was a few weeks ago. Y'all do with it what you want to. I may be a brother-in-law, but I'm a pastor. I'm going to obey God. I don't care whether anybody likes it or not. Uh, you're, you're not really the one, you're not the one that's really paying me anyway. <laughs> You get down to it, God's my blesser. God's my protector. He's the one I got to please. But I'm going to tell you somebody: If we'll please God, God's the one to get us out of the pit. God's the one, amen, to get us out of this dilemma. Amen. Amen. Prayer that makes all the difference in the world. Don't listen to that devil. That devil try to tell you you're the only ones. Nobody's ever. Don't have a clue where you're at and what you're dealing with. But I mean... And this is the part I really didn't even want to address, but I am. But I, I remember, I got a little taste of what they're going through. I know what it is to have a dad at 40 years of age. Have an aneurysm. And from that, amen, asbestosis to kick in. And leave this life at 44. I know what it is, amen. Amen. To come in and get woke up. And my youngest brother coming in there said, hey, I think daddy's dead. And he's laying on that bed. Nothing but skin over bones. And swell like a nine month pregnant woman. His mouth wide open and laying there like a dead man. Amen. And I'm walking into that room. But thank God he was still breathing. Hey, I know what it is to feel like nobody else knows. Nobody else sees and Nobody has a clue what we're dealing with. But I'm here to tell you tonight, prayer. Amen. Prayer can make all the difference in the world. The outcome and the outcome of this. Because we know how it is. I didn't get so far two two or three weeks ago about the pit. But here's another deal about the pit. There's also another pit. And in that pit, it was snowing. And that pit was a lion. But there was a man that was willing in the snow. He had the co crawling in the pit with a lion, I tell you as a church on this street, In this community right here baby We're really crawling the pit. We'll fight the lives on a snowy day With the help of God We're still going to win Power of prayer Being consistent Being steadfast and determined Matthew 15 to 22 Begins to talk about a woman of Canaan a man that came out of the same coast of Tyre and Sidon and cried unto him, talking about Jesus. Watch this. Have mercy on me, O Lord, thy son of David. It worked for blind Bartimaeus. Surely she thought that worked for me. But it didn't. Not to start with let's read that close now my daughter is grievously fetched with the devil he talking about Jesus answered her not a word he didn't acknowledge her he didn't respond to her he rejected her now watch, watch what she does she doesn't just give up she doesn't become offended and leave She didn't get mad at the preacher or the brother or the sister. She didn't get amen because he didn't do this and they didn't do that and they didn't sing the right song oh no amen he's he's got the answer amen if he's not going to respond to me I'm going to go to the next one that's closer by she turns and you watch the scriptures here I believe she turns from there and she makes her way to the disciples because he says amen he answered her not a word period and his disciples came and besought him saying send her away for she cried after us she turned and cried out after them amen amen and they come running to Jesus saying you got to send her away Way. Man, you're talking about how, how many of us could handle that? What would some of you have done tonight not standing back here at these back doors and told you, hey, you ain't got no business coming here? But you know you've heard from God, and God said to be here, and God had your promise, and God was going to bless you. God was going to answer your prayers. What would you do anyway? Hallelujah. I just sidestep that dude including me. This is the house of God. And God said, whosoever will, let him come. not matter his color. It doesn't matter about his geographical location. It don't matter where he fits in society. Just let him come. If he's willing to come, I'm willing to bless him. If he's willing to pray and humble and yield himself and even repent of his sins, I'm willing to bless him. I'm willing to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. So, as we watch her maneuver through this, <laughs> send her away for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshiped him. <laughs> and that didn't stop her. She had a daughter that was vexed with the devil. She had a dilemma in the situation. I got to be persistent i got to be determined. It could have been, even though it's not in the record books. But she done tried everything she could have. From every other resource and home remedy. But none of them worked. But now, amen, she heard of the one called Jesus. And she's going to make her way to Jesus. And she's not going to be denied. And she's not going to be turned away. She's not really worried about, amen, if she's worthy or not. She's not really worried about if he's to cross yet or not. He, she's not really worried about all of that. And so she responds. To him about the table. And she calls it as he calls her dogs. Amen. A dog. Amen. To give our bread to the dogs. But that still did deal offend her. Amen. Thank God God made room for dogs for justice, just like you and I. That we could come and take the crumbs. That we could come and eat the bread of life. That we could come. Amen. If we'll be persistent. If we'll be determined. I'm telling you, there's not a dilemma. There's not a situation. There's not a devil. Amen. That you can't find the victory. But you got to make up in your mind. I'm going to pay the price I'm going to pay the price I've got to knock until I get him up I've got to knock him out until he moves I've got to knock until he gets the bread I almost brought me a loaf of bread here tonight well I'd love to have one of them one of them homemade loaves of bread I mean just cooked the aroma of it would fill this house Ooh, there's nothing like it I'll never forget those nights that we'd stay with eight birthday and Ainoxiavee. Hallelujah. They'd get up before we would every time. Amen. And you could hear, you'd hear that sh- that frying going on. All of a sudden, man, that aroma. Woo, praise God. Man, It start making its way through that old house. Hallelujah, Them fried eggs and bacon. Man, I'm telling you in that toast, I love the smell of that toast that's put in that toast. I don't want it burnt, but I want it toasted. Hallelujah, and I love the aroma of it. Amen, as it feels your nostrils. So awesome. You just thought you are hungry till all of a sudden you begin to smell that. Woo. hallelujah, hallelujah. Could it be tonight? Hallelujah, some of you never smelt the bread of God. You never smelt, amen. But I'm here to tell you tonight, tonight can change the day. In your life tonight, you can experience something. Take me in places the song said it tonight. Take me in places I've never been. Have me experience things I've never experienced because I'm knocking on God's door, I'm knocking on heaven's door tonight. Because of her faith and her persistence, God responded to her. Jesus responded, Amen, letting everybody know, Amen. He answered and said, is it not meet or right to take the children's bread, to cast it to the dogs? And she said, "Truth, Lord, huh. I don't have no problem with that. You're not going to offend me with that. Let the dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table." Jesus answered and said unto her, "O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee even as thou wilt." And her daughter was made whole from that very hour, before she ever got home. They'd had cell phones. I'm sure she'd have got on. What's that one you take the pictures and look at? Lord, help me, y'all. I'm sorry. I don't know that stuff. Snapchat, 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 but she'd got on that thing. Hey, who's there with her? Hey, mama, look here, look at here. She's up out of that bed. Doors and dwelling birds. She's up out of that bed. Amen. Got the devil defeated. That's what persisted to bring you. That's what persisted to bring in your heart. That's what persisted to bring in your spirit. That'll want to make a difference in your babies and in your home your house is in turmoil you can get it made up in your mind I'm not going to put up with this God bless me with this house God bless me with this family and I believe God can help me fight for it I believe God can give me peace I believe God can give me joy I believe God can put my family back together you got to believe that tonight let's go to Luke 18 I told you just some, just some, old, just some old stories you've heard them a thousand times amen and he spake a parable unto them. To this end. That men ought to always to pray. And not to faint. That simply means to become weary. I wish I knew that song. I'd sing that part for you right now. Or we wouldn't have been years as good as Sister Moore. But hallelujah. The message I'm trying to get across to us. I'm telling you. God's working here tonight. We'll take to heart. Don't let the distractions rob you tonight. Don't let other things overwhelm you. Let's connect. Let's plug in. Let's see what's available to us. We've already been warned. It's end time at times running out amen if you're going to get ready it's a time to get ready today is a day of salvation the lord made this day the day amen for me to attain salvation to experience god the power of god amen i'm going to be persistent about it i'm going to be consistent about it i'm just going to be steadfast about it amen to see deliverance to see the power of god and the glory of god and so he starts talking about this little widow woman here amen he says there was a city of judge who didn't fear god amen nor regarded man but there was a widow in that city a widow. <laughs> Apparently he didn't have no husband, that's obvious. Possibly no sons and no family. Nobody to help her. Nobody to, you know, to take on her argument. And, but there was a judge in that particular city, a man that didn't fear God, a man that didn't regard man. Nobody could persuade him. He couldn't be bought off when he made up in his mind I'm not going to avenge you of your adversary I'm not going to listen to you I don't want to hear your report there's something about this being persistent God there's something about a man getting up every morning it might have been clockwork every morning at that certain time amen just whenever when the judge got into his chambers or into his office and the secretary just got the coffee ready and it was filling up the room hallelujah all of a sudden there would be that knock hallelujah hallelujah and after about a week of it and a month of it and six months of it. Hey Amen. The judge himself uh, sitting in his office almost say, well, he's fixing knockers. He's fixing to take that first sip of coffee. Here come that knocker. She was consistent with it, buddy. Every morning and every evening, all the city was watching her. Everybody was beholding and taking note of what was going on and who was going to win. I tell you who's going to win. He's got a clean heart and his motives right and his attitude's right and he's calling on God. God's going to show up. He's never too late and he's never too early. But when God gets ready for his own glory Hallelujah he'll show up and he'll do the miraculous and he'll do the supernatural and nobody can stop him no judge in this world no devil in this world or nobody else the only thing that can stop us is our unbelief and sin amen that's what can stop him by the help of God we're not going to let that be in the way though but we're going to be like this little widow woman amen that she had determined in her heart and mind and spirit amen and finally finally Amen. The Bible says, and he would not for a while, but after he said within himself. He began to say it within himself. Amen. Though I fear not God, God nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me. Man, I tell you what, I believe God wants to be troubled. I believe God wants to be stirred up. I believe God wants us to lift up our voices. You know, I can tell that somebody really wants deliverance. When they come up here is when they start open this mouth up. Don't, don't take this offensive. Everybody does an excellent job here, so just I'm just preaching, okay? But if you want results from God, I know the first thing you do. with Hannah, Hannah was moving her mouth. She was making some expressions. That Eli accused her of being full of wine. (laughs) I don't consider people. Amen. I know God can read your mind. But he wants you to speak it. (laughs) I know God can read your lips. But there's something about voicing it. Let's go back a few weeks. What does God inhabit? The praises of his people. When you begin to call on him and cry out to him, it changes, amen, the atmosphere out here. You may not like this, but I'm telling you, the Bible, James himself said, the fervent prayer of a righteous man. A fervent prayer, amen, is you getting after it, honey. You get down on the floor and water. You got to be sweating. You got to be screaming. You got to get beside yourself. That's a fervent prayer, baby. We're Pentecostals. We're apostolic. We all believe in just playing those alone. But I'm telling you. I'm going to ask you something. Would a man ever got bread by standing out there at the door? Oh, surely you'll look out the window sooner or later. you think he'd ever woke him up and stirred him up and just. No. He hadn't asked. He hadn't knocked. If you really want attention. I'm going to tell my wife if you don't mind. Jonathan wouldn't mind if he was here. I remember right across this road one day. He got messed up right across this road over here one day. Amen. And so I called her. I said, hey, your brother's over here across the road. Here she comes. She comes up to the front side of that apartment. Jonathan! I know you're now. Come out, Jonathan. Nobody moved, nobody stirred. Two doors down. Finally a girl comes walking out. There. Hey, what you looking for? Oh, you want? I'm looking for brother my, my brother Jonathan. She marched around to the back door. <laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan, I know you're in there. You might well come out. I'm not leaving do you come out. Oh, come, on. come on, you gotta be persistent. What makes you persistent? The love of God, is the love of truth, and the prayer of God. That's what makes us persistent. We gotta pray and do whatever it's gonna take until God shows up. Could it be that we don't see the miracles we ought to see? Is because we're not persistent enough to tame them. we're raising a generation that wants everything just at a touch of a button they want everything fast food they want everything hurry up so they can just do nothing I'm watching some of our own little ones already you tell them to do something you might finally, you know, get them to do it. They're gonna finally do it hundred miles an hour. They're gonna, do it. So they're gonna run right back over there. I'm telling the truth. We're not careful even here. The reason we don't have midnight moves of God is because we're not really, we're not really, you know, settled. A man willing to pay the price. I know sometimes we're not physically able. I understand that. And God knows that. Can I say something? God help me not to use A's for excuse. If I listen to these old legs, I'd never preach. Y'all talk about the helicopter and all that. I'm overthinking, God have mercy, they're putting the pressure on me. I feel like I'm about to collapse. Amen. It's going to be a God thing, honey. Hallelujah. Somebody asked me the other day, he said, how old are you? I had told him, he said, in, in a minute, I told him I was 63. In a few minutes, kept on talking, he looked back at me again. He said, you, you really 63? Yeah, man, I, that's what they tell me. Hallelujah. But you know why? It ain't nothing but the goodness of God. I don't have no glorified flesh. My flesh is no better than your flesh. If I listened to my flesh, I'd have stayed in that bed this afternoon. I wouldn't have come and prayed. I would have come and sought God. But you can't let your flesh beat you out of it. Cardinal, just hustle against God. to rob you of the blessings of God. Oh, come on. I'm trying to preach to you. But you gotta be persistent. You gotta be determined. You gotta be, amen. i made up mind, I made up heart. I'm gonna knock until it's open. I'm gonna ask until I receive. I've got to seek it till I find it. What did that little woman do when she lost them coins? And she lit the candle. I don't know if she was 40 or 140. But she lost something that was precious. And it didn't matter what coin it was, it was one of the ten. And buddy, she began to look. When the light buttoned enough, she got the broom out. Man, I'm going to sweep every corner, every club. well. Hey, man, she probably found some other things she hadn't. You know, you know, like us sometimes, we find things we was looking for six months ago. But you've got to be willing to dig it out. Kind of like I was last night. I, I knew my wife had bought me. I, I'm fixing to tell them myself, but it don't matter. I like them little beanie weenies, you know, with them little sauces in it. It's about that high. I ate them straight out of the can. I want to heat them up. I don't do any of that. I knew she'd bought me some, and I'd seen them a few days. They'd been there about two months, and I forgot about them. Hey, man, the started again, and I thought about them. So, man, I stood in that pantry, and I stood in that pantry. That light goes on and off, and finally, you know, you keep moving. You got to come back on and keep on. I said, I know they're in this pantry somewhere, but I'm not asking nobody. I'm going to find them. Hey, man, <laughs> hallelujah, they're right there at your feet. They're right under your nose. That's the first thing they'll be telling me, and they probably will be. But, but anyway, I'm going to find them. And finally, after a while, there they were. They was down, turned up edgeways. I don't know why they've done that, but the upper edge ways. Hallelujah. And all you can see is just the corner of that box. Amen. I said, oh, yeah, there they are. Hallelujah. I got down on my knees. I was wondering, my grandpa hadn't said nothing, but they hadn't said nothing yet. That's all right. They may want some anyway. No, I'm just kidding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I slipped that thing over and get me a can of them things and get out there, buddy. I enjoy them. But I had to seek until I found them. it. took me about four or five minutes, but it was worth the it was worth the hunt. Amen. If I got to spend all night. Amen. To get hold of God. To get hold of the Holy Ghost. I tell you it's going to be worth the fight. It's going to be worth Amen, putting forth the effort. It's going to be worth putting, putting all the energy. Hallelujah. I refuse to leave this house without the blessing. I refuse to leave this house without the touch of God. I refuse. Amen. That's nice. Musicians are coming. God's been good to us. Moving and working on our behalf the epistle this way praise God did you know the father of faith done the same thing all the way back in the book of Genesis the 18th chapter when God paid him a visit I'm going to inform him Amen, what he was fixing to do with Sodom and Gomorrah and that Lot was there and as they left too the Bible says that Abraham got before the Lord and he began. He said, peradventure, which means by chance, if there's 50 righteous. I mean, you're the God of the earth. You're the, God of the almighty God. Will you destroy the whole city if there's 50 righteous there? And so he begins to work with God. And he goes from 50 to 45. From 45 to 40. And from 40 to 30. And from 30 to 20. And from 20 to 10. He wouldn't give up. I don't know how long it took him to go through this process. Because he's standing before God. And you've got to be very careful how you approach Him. You better gotta approach Him in the right way, in the right spirit. Amen. And this is what Abraham done. So it's not out of the will of God for you tonight. As you stand in this house tonight. Amen. If you've got a need, if you've got a dilemma, if you've got a situation, or maybe you're in this house without the baptism of the Holy Ghost and you want it, this is how you're going to get it. It's when you make up in your mind, I'm going to get it. God promised it to me and no man could keep me from having it. The Word of God promised it to me and no devil's going to keep me from having it. No false doctrine, amen, about all this, but says you don't need it. I beg the difference with you. You need the Holy Ghost. In fact, you ought to want the Holy Ghost. Who wouldn't want the Spirit of God in their lives? Who wouldn't want the author to finish your faith, amen. Take a part up in your life and move on your behalf. amen. But you've got to be persistent. You've got to be steadfast. You've got to be determined. Hallelujah. It don't matter if anybody prays with me or not. It don't matter if they sing the right song or not. None of that don't matter, man. I want to be touched by God. I want a visitation of the Holy Ghost. I want to move with the power of God. I want the Holy One to move in this house and move upon our lives. They come and get ready to sing in this house of night praise god to let the lord move upon us here amen we can carry you the time amen where Hannah Amen. man prayed amen we can carry you the time in the book of Acts amen where the church prayed without ceasing amen to see the apostle Peter delivered I can take it to Rizma. Rizma in the second Samuel the 21st chapter amen when whenever David amen had offered up her two sons and she was just a concubine if you please a concubine of Saul. and it was her two boys there was a part of that group that David sent amen they cut their heads off and hung them up but it was Risma amen that picked up her a blanket and made her way there and fought off amen the beast of the field and the fowl of the air and it wasn't just off of her babies amen she was persistent enough and steadfast enough amen to keep the fowls of the air and the beast of the field off all the babies and you know what word got back to the king word got back to David what well, Risma was doing hey what about it on this Sunday night in the first Jesus name church of Bendel? what do you think you can send to heaven tonight with your heart by the spirit made up. God, I'm hungry. I've come and knocking. and I've come and cry. I've come and believe in the Why don't you make your way up here and let's let God get a hold of us in this house. Your troubles are over. Come on and dance till victory comes and your victory in jesus name to him every battle is won and all the walls are to be told you want to praise him until they fall why don't you dance i'm gonna dance all over this house praise my jesus till the walls come down i know this victory beyond my praise i'm gonna dance my troubles away